0: today's video is about the difference between good pain and bad pain uh, and how critical it is to know that in your life especially on a physical level when you're trying to heal and gain gain longevity and strength and ability I'm Mike Stokes and this is wildlife life coaching so currently I'm a, I, I live in Northern California and I I, I, I live with nature and I I like working with my hands and building, and so so now I'm a I'm a ecological general contractor, um, and I make these videos, and um, and I, I study in my my any all of my spare time I study human potential, but in not all my spare time, but a lot of my spare time, other, I do other things too, like surf and kayak fish and go mushroom hunting and uh, hang out with my wife and my baby, um, but. What's the point of all that? The point of all that is, uh, I just was slaying the context. So about 10 years ago, was it 15 now? No. 13 years ago, I completed my career as a therapeutic yoga instructor. I did five intensive years of work. So I worked full time for five years. And then, um, I don't know how many years of study I did before that, but five or more. Uh, During that time, I came to realize that for myself and for my students, that one of the most important distinctions in healing is knowing the difference between good pain and bad pain. So bad pain uh, will obviously make you worse over time and a good pain will heal you and make you better over time. So really simply on a physical level, what is the distinction of a, let's start with a bad pain. A bad pain, so I'm just gonna go with stuff that is really tangible and simple to explain. So I, when I was, um, I'll do all three of my main entries. When I was 18, I broke my neck. See, four, five and six, I smushed the front half of them Uh, luckily I didn't get any ambulatory issues, but, um, but the, the three vertebras down there are misshapen and the front of them is, is elongated and has, you know, parts that sort of things that are growing on them. And so it's, it's kind of a mess in there. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, and then, and then I'll, I'll just go over all my injuries. No, I'll just do that. So, so in the neck, so I used to have sort of a chronic pain in the neck. (laughs) <laughs> offer. Maybe I am a chronic pain in the neck. I'm not sure which. Probably a little bit of both. So, and that chronic pain was a bad kind of pain. But it was really interesting. I I, I actually went to China in 1995. Uh, did a Qigong certification course. Wild Goose Qigong and Bagua Qigong. And then on that trip, there was, uh, we were offered to go take this, get this Chinese massage. And I got this Chinese massage and my neck hurt so bad that I had them. Um, I really wanted them to press into my middle back because my middle back, um, it just felt if you pressed in my middle back, it would release. So this guy was like, I mean, he was just me and I'm like, that's good. You can go hard. It's okay. And he went in my middle back and it just, it it ground in and I like felt it pop. And I was like, oh, that doesn't feel, I I, I think I knew at the time that was a bad pain. So then after that, my pain kind of shifted away from my neck, but I had this chronic pain in my middle back. And that chronic pain in my middle back didn't go away for over 10 years. Um, and it's still potentially there. So since the front side of my vertebra was elongated, uh, the back of my spine sort of went forward to compensate forward. And I, with that massage, or sort of just took it past where it was healthy. And so, so my neck didn't hurt as much, but my middle back was just in this chronic pain awful pain every day all the time and that was one of the reasons I became a therapeutic yoga instructor was to try to heal myself so I took classes from all these world-class teachers and you know and I told them about my issue and you know it was just just unique enough that none of them could figure it out so um so anyway, so then I, and I, I, I used to surf. Um, I do surf all the time now, but I didn't surf for that 10-year period. Um, but whenever I'd surf, holding my neck back with this, I would just do it one day. And then the next day, I would be in pain. And so I just would stop. So I surfed. Um, I decided to just go out of country. And I went to Costa Rica in 2003, I think, for a couple weeks. And I just decided to surf every day, twice a day, because I loved it. And I missed it. And, you know, I was just going to see if I could regain it. And at the end of that, lo and behold, I had no more back pain. And what was interesting about that was um, a a few things. One was that the bad pain uh, that was in the middle of my back, I never experienced it while surfing. I would experience pains all kinds of other places. I'd experience pain back up in my neck, but the middle back pain that was sharp in the same place and chronic I never felt that while I was surfing. I'd feel all kinds of other pains that I didn't like that were uncomfortable, but that pain didn't come back. So at the end of that trip, it totally changed my life. And I realized that if you're fixated on one pain and what you're doing isn't actually making it hurt in other places and you're just having pain in that same spot, then you have to change your technique, especially on a biomechanical level when you're just moving your body and dealing with physical movement oriented pain. So a bad pain is in the same place again and again and again and again and again. It also is its generally sharp. It's generally like pointed. It can be dull and across a muscle band, but it's generally pointed in the same place. It can be along the same place again and again and again, if that's a little bit longer strain. So that kind of pain is bad pain. Um, A good pain, it's in a different place. It's not in the place that you feel it when you're just, oh, I'm in pain again. It is generally challenging. It's generally like something that you want to avoid. It's, it's in the moment. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. You don't like it. You avoid it. And that's the key. The key is, is that although the bad pain, I don't know if I said that right. I'm trying to hear myself back, but the bad pain is in one spot. It's actually less gnarly than the good pain. If you were to sustain the good pain for as long as you sustain the bad pain, it would be really intense and you'd just be emotionally fried at the end. So, um, so the good pain is a new pain. It's in a different spot and you generally are trying to avoid it. So with the neck, I would feel these new pains in my neck and I'd feel these pains in different parts of my shoulder and I'd feel the pains in different parts of my back, but I just went with it. And at the end of that two week period, um, I was literally pain-free without any, any symptom for, you know, at least three weeks or four weeks. And then there was a sort of a learning curve. Once I learned about this idea and how I was going to have to now sort of relate with my body, um, then at, at this point, uh, 15 years later, I know how to deal with my body. I know how to deal with my specific injuries and I know the difference between the good pain and the bad pain. And I, I can't remember the last time I was stuck in a middle back pain. It just doesn't happen anymore. And emotionally, I was at the point where I thought, fuck, what am I going to do? This is so bad right now. I can't even imagine getting any older. Um, but that's not the case anymore because I figured out how to management by applying this concept of good pain and bad pain. So uh, a second injury when I was 20, oh, I don't know, Two, three. I was. I used to love to play basketball, and I was playing at PE at the Berkeley sort of just PE basketball class. And my knee, instead of going like this, it went. It it, you know sort of opened in and just snapped my ACL. And so now I've had that snapped ACL, and I had it repaired twenty years later. Um, But in that knee, there would become a sharp pain that would happen. That sharp pain would happen. And I would know that it was a bad pain so but the the good pains associated with the knee injury would be all the muscular stuff like when I would stretch my hamstring or stretch my quad or build the muscles around my calf that would um, be really good and I would avoid those strengthening exercises the bad pain is basically anything sharp in the knee joint it wasn't wasn't good um, the one exception to that was in my very initial training with the uh, surgery there was scar tissue in the knee and we had to keep it mobile and so that scar tissue in the knee would actually be kind of acute Um, so that's pretty much an exception there's always a little exception if you look for it but um, and then the next injury I had was when I was 25 years old I was lifting a uh, really big potted plant uh, just just powering it up bending forward a ton and I slipped my disc my L4 L5 um, so the back of my L4, L5 is popped out and slipped and doesn't really hold together like it's supposed to in, the, in the, between the two bones. So, <clears throat> so that, again, same thing, a sharp acute pain, it's no good. So for that particular injury, I have to use a really um, hard backrest. The backrests that I get from the store or whatever if you buy online or crap, it has to be really solid. Um, and that holds that back place in place so that I don't get the bad pain. And then I'll do things like plank and I'll do lunges and stuff like that. And I'll get all the other pains associated with my hips and the strength in my core and the side muscles, those, all those pains are, are good, but, the, and they're really uncomfortable and difficult to deal with. But that sharp pain right in the back, if I'm sort of leaning back, or if I'm sort of bending forward, um, that one's just making it worse. So I don't allow myself to go into that pain. I don't allow someone to go into the sharp pain in the neck, the sharp pain in the back, or the sharp pain in the knee. Now here's the thing. <laughs> if you're working with a professional, if they don't know this principle, they may push you to go through a sharp pain. Now I found that with yoga instructors, and hopefully physical therapists are uh, better trained than that. But a lot of these world-class therapeutic yoga instructors um, didn't know how to deal with that, and um, frankly, were just not very good at it. Uh, which which really surprised me, and took me, um, you know, many many years to realize that the most important thing that I was doing was responding to the cues of my body and learning this distinction between a sharp, acute, repetitive pain in one place and a dull, diffused, new pain around it that's building muscles or stretching something out that's over tight. So, you know, a a balanced, healthy body has equal strength and flexibility. I often find that people have this misconception, like, oh, I'm gonna go do yoga, and I'm just gonna get limber. And it's nothing to do with getting limber. Every body's completely different. So a body that's very flexible, your entire yoga routine may be about gaining strength. A body that's incredibly tight, is going to be more about flexibility. So, you know, the older you get, the tighter you get, the more about flexibility it's gonna be. But it's also equally about strength. You know, the front half of your thigh may be super tight and the back half of your hamstring or leg joint may be super weak. So you may equally want to focus on that strengthening exercise as well as the stretching exercise. Um, And they both, they all should hurt, should be good pain. And there's nothing better than the saying you gotta learn to love the burn. But it's the right kind of burn. It's not the burn that's sharp. It's not the burn that's repetitive. It's not the burn that's actually um, aggressive. It has to be you have to be, if you're gonna achieve longevity, you got to be more like a turtle more, more a turtle. a tortoise or a turtle. Uh, maybe there's a new species called a turtle, but I'm not sure. or maybe there'll be one in the future, which would be weird and, un- and unfortunate with uh, genetic engineering. But either the tortoise or the turtle, They're moving really slow, right? But that slowness also aids in your awareness and your ability to distinguish what is healthy and what is unhealthy, um, what is good pain and what is bad pain. So you start slow, then you can speed up later, but you got to start slow, especially if you're like me and you tend to be like fast to begin with. You got to start slow to compensate for that speed and then come back to speed if you decide you want to come back to speed. So just a quick summary, bad pain is in the same spot, it repeats itself, and um, it's usually sharp. So those are the three main indicators. Good pain is in a new spot, or a place that's very uncomfortable that you rarely touch. Uh, It's usually diffuse, um, and it's usually intense and uncomfortable for you, something that you avoid. so, you have to stay away from the bad, move into the good, and the other thing that's critical is you have to practice leaning into these uncomfortable spaces. Uh, and just a reminder that everything is, um, uh, what's the word, consistent across realms. So, an avoidance of good pain on a physical realm is going to translate to an avoidance of good pain on an emotional realm, is going to translate to an avoidance of good pain on a mental or spiritual realm. So, if you work on any one of those levels, let's say on the spiritual realm, you start challenging your core beliefs, that's going to translate into your ability to be a little bit better to challenge the mental realm, so that you'll be a little bit more uh, aligned with reality and less sort of in a fictional fantasy of beliefs. Basically, everybody lives to a certain degree in a fictional fantasy of beliefs. That's what's the beauty of being human. Um, If we don't have any fictional belief structures, we're... uh, Like, there's no art. There's no art to our life. And then that, challenging your, your mental structures... Will then it will also help you to challenge to open up and heal emotional structures, which then would allow you to open up and heal physical structures. But any one of those levels where you try to challenge yourself to experience good pain and just gently, you don't have to do it hard. Just got to move a little bit. You got to be moving in the right direction. Um, any one of those levels are going to make you healthier, uh, and, uh, stronger, uh, and ultimately happier. You may actually go through some, some dips while you're challenging long-held beliefs. That'll definitely rock your foundations. And even the physical will start to rock your foundations. That's why therapies like Rolfing are so intense, because they push you outside. When we have a, a a physical... Our physical structure is aligned with our mental structure. If you're really um, shy, introverted, and... Um, generally negative person, you're going to start to sort of like, you can't really see, but you're going to start to compress in, you know, if you're sort of arrogant and, and, you know, think, you know, everything, you're going to kind of, you know, start to lean back and open up. So that's why in yoga, they always try to have you be nice and centered, physical, right in the middle, uh, straight up and down. Um, so, the physical body is consistent with the emotional, mental, and your belief structure slash spiritual body. Um, the last point, the point of what I'm trying to say in this last little segment is that uh, any realm where you take on, uh, stop going into un- uh, um bad pain and start moving into good pain, you're going to see beneficial growth, uh, on a health level, on a spirit, on a mental, emotional relation. whatever. It's all going to get better. Um, and, uh, and you can do it in whatever realm you want to start in. You want to start in emotions, then start looking for pains that are repetitive, that are in the same place, that are, uh, sharp. So start looking for those kind of things. And then stop doing that behavior or thinking those thoughts that are associated with that and start doing something else. You know, let's say you're always going to your friend's house and you talk about how your relationships are never working out and you start to feel crappy after that interaction. Well, that's a bad pain. That's the same. It's repetitive it's sharp as you feel a depressed state, which is intense. It's, it's definitely depression states are dull, but they're, they can be, they're overwhelming. They take over the self. And in that sense, they're intense. Um, and they're, uh, they're just, uh, what was I going to say? And they're repetitive, so repetitive, sharp, and in the same place. So don't go to that person's house and have that same conversation go to somebody else's house and have another conversation or do something entirely different and then you may experience a different kind of pain you may experience social anxiety you may experience um, you know a, a million different things as long as it's new uh, and, and you're kind of you know you're you're uh, uncomfortable with it but you're just you know you're leaning into it you can do it for 5 minutes if that's all you can manage as long as it's new that's the main thing uh, I think it's appropriate to just say, you know, the, the definition of insanity, it's just uh, really great. You hear that a lot in the 12 step programs. Uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing, and expecting a different result. If you do nothing else but just try different things until things work, forget everything else I said. It doesn't matter. If you just do that, and you just keep observing whether something's working or not and get better at observation and your feedback from your own body and your emotions, um, you're gonna get uh, more effective in every area of life that you're interested in being effective in. Thanks for watching. I hope I didn't ramble on too much. I know I got a little off topic here and there, but the bottom line, avoid the bad pain, go into the good pain, become more aware of the difference between the two. And if you're still watching, Please subscribe below. I'd love to monetize these channels and spend more time and money making these videos interesting and compelling rather than just boring old me talking in a sauna. Take care.